Hello and welcome to Power Playthrough Ranger Review Podcast. We are coming to you live from the Ranger Room in Mammoth King Studios in beautiful Las Vegas, Nevada. My name is Dan. I'm Freddie. And <laughs> man, Die Ranger, what's wrong with you? Just always putting it on the table. Like, stop. Yeah. You, you, I can't be like getting all of my feelings. Every single time. I can't be getting slapped in the face. Yeah. Every week. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my. Yeah. Uh, This is, yeah, so this is a hell of a block. Like, we say it every Yeah, I know, I know. There's no point in saying it. This is another three episodes of Die Ranger. But at the same time, like, we do have... We do have O-Ranger coming. Yeah. Which, it's tough. It's tough, especially with the fondness of Zeo. Yeah. How, like, O-Ranger and Die-Ranger are, like, night and day. Oh. And Car-Ranger is a joke. And Die-Ranger is the truth. Yeah. So, I mean. And we got, before all that, we got Kaku-Ranger. Yeah. Yeah, we do. Which will be, I think, a nice, palatable... Ninja time. Ninja time, yeah. So, the first episode we have up... is You have, have to see it. Enormous one. Uh, th- yeah, this, you do. <laughs> yeah. Talking about being slapped in the face. So, on November 5th, 1993, we got the team of Kaku, Kameo, yeah. Ko, Kazu... You say Kaku. There's so many K's. Yeah. So many K boys. Yeah. The Triple K connection, which. Yeah. That's the team. Kameo, Kazu, Ko. They're the big out there K. looking through the a bi- telescope. Yeah. K boys unite. Yes. They're out there. They're looking at the. They're looking at the moon. They're having a good time. I, I thought this was very interesting that Kazu would hang out with these two. Uh, I mean, him and Kameo are boys. Yeah, that's true, but like, just, it's, I don't know. Everybody's got to take a night with the little brother. Yeah, I like how, (laughs) I don't know, I just love Kazu's style. I love that he's so slick, and then he'll hang out with these two goose. Yeah, But uh, yeah, they're looking through a telescope and watching the stars, and Kameo sees something, a silhouette, yeah, a silhouette move over the moon, and he freaks out. This yeah. thing's huge. Would you freak out, or would you think that it is Ryuseo, kind of just a little close, but he's still casting a shadow on the moon? I don't know. I don't know, man. Because it kind of moves like Ryuseo. Well, yeah, it is another, it is, the silhouette is that of a Chinese myth dragon. Yes. So, like Ryuseo. Uh, but Kamio freaks out. He this this resonates with him. This instantly, this instantly triggers something so much so that he is reverted to a turtle. Yeah, and then and then uh, 
by his crystal and then he's returns and he makes some crazy proclamation about a great horror king yeah, he, has come like he turned into a turtle came back a different man yeah <laughs> not like last time when he actually came back as a different man yeah yeah but this time when he's metaphorically a different man yeah so kazu relays this to rio the next day and they get an urgent message like He's got his hand in his pocket. Yeah. The, like die changer is hanging out. The oil yeah. changer. Yeah. And it starts ringing and he's like, uh, something's going on with Co. Come, please. Yeah. Come to the apartment. They come. Um, he me- meets, um, Rin at the apartment and she's like saying, oh, it's bad. And she op- cracks the door and there's just golden light coming just out of it. a real exorcist moment. Yeah. We see Co. yeah, exorcist or, uh, you know, Zool, whatever, you know, some Ghostbuster stuff. Ko is floating in like a gold orb as every, as violent winds uh, encircle the room, fill the room and all that. It's really, uh, really wild. And then we, you know, both of us remembered, oh yeah, his 10th birthday, that coming up. Yeah. The whole Gorma thing, gotcha. Elsewhere. We gotta bring something up. Oh, go ahead. Like they see it and they're like, "Oh, the Gorma energy!" And they look at his uh, tiger that's kind of glowing. And then we get to see him get branded again. Yep, because <laughs> you know, gotta remember that. <laughs> remember he or was, was it here or was it the very next scene when we come back to it? Regardless, we, we're gonna see it. We're gonna see this guy, kid get branded elsewhere at the uh, at the slots at the pachinko. Yeah, at the pachinko bay. hall. Yeah. Uh, Daigo is watching Shoji lose all of Rio's money. Yeah, 40 bucks. Just, <laughs> just down the drain. Yeah. And then this mustache magician? Yeah, he walks up. in, and I look at him, and I go, that's a Gorma right there. <laughs> yeah. There's no way that yeah. man's not a Gorma. No, 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 no. Like, you think... One thing Gorma are not uh, great at is uh, subtlety. With yep. with their civilian disguises, I like how they even say, "Oh, we'll just go to our civilian mode." It's like you you stand out so bad. You are all walking around in a top hat and a humongous cartoon blue bow. Yeah, screaming at the people in the pachinko hall about how he's the pachinko master. Uh, what is what does he keep yelling? Uh, fury. Well, he, like he uh, so he sits down at the machine, showed you just that triple sevens jackpot. He goes, I'm going to teach you how to play pachinko. Yeah. Bam. Yeah, his eyes glow when he when the reels are turning and he stops it on the triple sevens. Everyone in the hall freaks out. You know, uh, bearings are starting to be spilled everywhere. As he's saying, so he makes some proclamation about, like, let the demons out or something like that. Or yeah. Keep, yeah, that, he does. Something about demons. The, man's yell- the man is dressed the way he is, yelling about demons. You a Gorma. As, as soon as he... Stops it on the triple seven. He gets up and walks away because, like, the pachinko machine is filling with more balls. And Shoji just hops in that seat. He goes, "No, this is my machine now." Yeah, all the like bearings are are spilling onto the floor. Yeah, like there's just going crazy. All the machines are are uh, like uh, just emptying all the bearings onto the floor, and people are slipping around. And he turns into the was a great and famous pachinko. Great so, pachinko player. Great, and fa- I think he's like great and famous pachinko player. Yeah. yeah. And he uses his yo power to control the ball bearings and slide people back and forth. Mm-hmm. Pretty cool. Back at the apartment, uh, Ko is still uh, gold. 
<laughs> Daigo, Daigo's like contacting Rio on the thing. He's like, there's a Gorma, there's a Gorma. And he's like, yeah. we got another situation here. Ko's giving off a lot of, he's giving off a lot of Gorma energy. Yeah. And, uh. So Shoji, yeah. Shoji and Daigo transform, aura change, and, uh, go to fight the great and famous, uh, Pachinko player on yes. their own. And it doesn't go well for them. They get turned into a giant Pachinko ball. Yep. And giant bearing, and they get kicked around. Yep. And uh, at the apartments, he uh, punches them so hard that they turn back into the die ranger. Though. That's it's true. It's not that's one of those ones where like that's the deal stuck. is is that they're yeah, stuck. Yeah. Um, at the apartment though, K- Kazu's there now, and Kaku. Kaku, mm-hmm. like well, we both liked, is that everyone's like bracing themselves at the as these like high torrent of winds are coming out of the room you know like a wind tunnel and everyone yeah everyone's like bracing themselves taking cover trying not to be bowled over and uh kaku is just standing there yeah he's just looking at it kind of like uh just looking at it yeah yeah just not not that not that looking at it like all you can do is look at it yeah just look at it And then, then we, I believe this is the part where we see the mother branding, and we 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 get to recap all of that because yeah, we get to find out again that tenth birthday's coming. This boy was branded at some point to keep the demons inside, to keep the demons out, and to keep the he, demons in. Yeah, keep the demon in. Don't let the demon out. Yeah, inside Ko's, uh jacket is Byaku Chen. Byaku, Byaku is. Yelling that like goes in some kind of trance in like in some kind of like there's a, a gorma in his head. Yeah, some kind of dream state. He got the gormas. <laughs> Grab by the gormas. <laughs> Grab it by the gorma. <laughs> Grab it by the gorma. <laughs> so <clears throat> Abiyaku goes into th- this this uh like other realm, this dream realm. Yes, where he sees Ko in the forest, confronted by a resurrected. Um, Akumaru. Akumaru. And Akumaru goes, I got different powers now. My daddy pulled me from the crack of hell. Yeah. Or my, my grampy. My grampy pulled me from that. That's not my daddy. My yeah. daddy hates me. I hate him too, but I love my grampy. Look at my new head. And he pulls off his his headband, his button boy headband. Yeah. And he's got this it looks demon forehead. It looks like... You know, Lost Boys. Yeah. When they go into the vampire form, mm-hmm. but only his forehead turned into a vampire. So it's like a Buffy vampire. Yep. There it is. Looks yeah. just like Spike. Yeah. So it looks like a low budget vampire. Yeah. It looks like a looks like we're a CW thing where we can only afford the head. A Buffy vampire. Like the, yeah, the yeah. forehead. We can only afford the forehead. He's, a, he's, a for- got, <laughs> he's got a real David Boreanaz. <laughs> Situation going on. <laughs> he, he looks like he blades. He look, you know what I mean? Like he's been blading all his life in the seventies and eighties as a wrestler. He looks like Abdullah the Butcher. You know, blading. For those of you that don't watch wrestling, is where wrestlers nick the top of their head so that they get bloody. If they've been doing it for a long time, oh, you could tell. It looked like a meatball. Yeah. <laughs> And this is this is what's going. Looks like ground beef. Yeah, this is what's going on with uh, Akimaru's head. And then he blows fire at Ko. Yeah, and then he catches him. He like he uses one of his red nails to like tie. Yeah, just showing off his new hell powers. He's like, also, I'm omniscient now. I can see everything. Yeah, if you don't see your mama before you're ten, you Gorma. 
Yep. And he's like, I know that you're going to be Gorma. And I know you need to see your mama before 10th birthday. Aki- so. Like, so Akimaru misplaced here, but it makes sense since he's like a child and he's arrogant and all that. He shows where his mother is. Mm-hmm. Not the exact location, but what the building looks like with uh, Ko's mother inside chained up and gagged. I don't think he would have done that if he knew that Byakko-chan was there. Mm, I like that. Because afterwards he goes, you know where she is, but you ain't waking up till you're 10. <laughs> yeah, that's Sweet right. boy. Yeah. And uh, his like cuffs flash with light, and then we cut to the apartment, and the light bulb breaks, and Ko falls to the ground. And um, Reen's just kind of like, oh, we'll do it. We'll do it. We gotta, we're going to keep him safe. He's Ko. Ko? Ko? <laughs> and then Bianco's like, yeah, Akamaro's back. So that's something we got to worry about. Yeah. Meanwhile, this giant dragon is closing in on Earth. Yeah. The great horror king. At the Gorma Palace, the emperor is playing... Uh, I don't know what game this is. They're playing a card game. They're playing Go Fish, for sure. Oh, is it Go, is it go Fish? I, I, I mean, like, it's some weird form. Maybe of a variant of Goldfish? Yeah, because, like, he's holding up his hand and he's like, pick a card? Yeah. Ak- yeah, Akimaru and uh, Gorma15 are playing a card game that um, Shadam is just kind of watching and, like, kind of irritated that this little punk's back, you know? Yeah. And Ak- Akimaru goes over his whole spiel, like, how, like, I'm going to be the one that's going to... I'm going to be the one that defeats the Kiba Ranger. I'm going to be the one that destroys the Die Rangers. I'm going to do it. At the end of this, you're going to be begging forgiveness from me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, um... That's great. Akamar is such a jerk. Yes. I didn't realize I was sad to see him go. <laughs> Shada tells, uh, Shadam tells Gara and Zaido, Zaido yeah. that, uh, hey man, this kid's back. He knows about Ko. Yeah. We need to handle this. And they're like, yeah. get the pachinko player, Zaido. We need him. We need his power. He's like, you don't listen yeah. to me. Yes, yeah, I like. A, I really like that. I really like that. That is like, he's no use, man. All he's been doing is sitting in that pachinko hall playing pachinko, just smoking cigarettes and getting crazy. Uh, yeah, so Zydos cannot get this guy to cooperate because he is a gambling wreck. He's just staying in the hall in the pachinko hall, just playing pachinko, and Shotam has a plan. He's like, well, I'm gonna get him in. I'm gonna get him in order. I'm gonna possess him. Yeah, and he does. Yeah, and he, like, he lets out like a blood curdling scream, and then runs towards the nearest carnival. And he just starts punching people. Yeah, and he goes outside, and he starts wreaking havoc. Like this woman is in a phone booth, and he just starts spinning it. Yeah, and then he looks at like a bunch of different rides, and he starts making them go faster. Yeah, doing stuff that shouldn't be doing. Uh, Shoji and Daigo pop up on scene it's a really cool transformation how yeah. how quick it is because there there they are he fires at them all they, you hear is the ching yeah, yeah. and the quick explosion smoke and it's like a seamless kind of cut yeah and they're transformed really cool so much so that i think they had like the like suit actors below the uh, little uh the seats that were there and they I just, think it was a definite cut but... like i don't think it was a cut because it was so like the smoke, that's so hard to match. Yeah. This, there's no change in the smoke when it. I don't know. It's I, good. It's something that, like, you know, in the beginning of these series, I was like, oh, and there's no, 
transformation sequence and stuff like that. Uh, watching Die Ranger, I'm realizing that the transformation sequence is kind of a crutch to like take up some time, so that they don't have to write as yeah, much. Yeah, that's true. They do. They do cut off a lot by making the transformations brief. Uh, only only using them for statements, you yeah. know. So, but yeah, they transform, get into a fight with them. Um, the the rest of the boys join Rio and um, Kazu. Just the boys. Yeah, just the boys. Pachinko, Pachinko shot them combo. Yeah. They see they're kind of getting. They're like, oh, there's a lot of die ranger, and he just pulls out an enlargement bomb, and smashes it down, and he starts breaking up buildings. Yeah. Uh, there's also immediately just starts skanking on this brownstone, but immediately like like, like mighty mighty boss stones will just start blaring, and this boy is skanking on this thing. Oh yeah, real hard. <laughs> um, instead of giving the die ranger time to call upon any of their mech, Capotros, Capotros, Zido, and Gara show up yeah. to handle everybody. Yeah, so. He sends out, like, bolts of energy and stuff. He sends out a bolt of energy that is headed for Rain's apartment, and she's tending to go. So now, Pachinko Shadam is possessed. So Shadam's possessing Pachinko, and Pachinko Shadam is now possessing Ko. <laughs> I see. You nearly had an aneurysm there. I watched your face. <laughs> so, yeah, Shadam is now possessing Pachinko, which is possessing Akiyama. So, Shadam Pachinko Akiyama is. No, who's Akiyama? Aki. Shut up. Shadam Pachinko Co. Oh boy. Shadam Pachinko Co. is now one. <laughs> yeah. My eyes are getting glossy. This episode's called Who's Akiyomo? <laughs> Who's Akiyomo? You tell me. Uh, Akiyoko. So, yeah. they. So, we got a weird human centipede of pos- possession going on yeah. here. I don't know. Uh, Co- so, Co- Eyes open, sits up, K- Kiba Ranger. Yeah. Kiba Ranger jumps onto the scene with the rest of the Die Ranger, but starts fighting them. Takes out Shoji. Yeah. Takes out Daigo. Yeah. Takes out Kazu, takes out Rio. Rin shows up, transforms, jumps at Ko. Ko whips out Biako and just slices <laughs> her up. Just slices her up. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, it's going real bad. <laughs> yeah. Zaido, Zaido and Gara are laughing wickedly because they're like, no, Ko, please. Yeah. Please. Rio's like, I got to go hang out with this big boy. So he calls Ryuseo. And the battle is going on between Kibarenja and the other four Die Ranger. Yeah, the the whole war is happening in full here, basically. Yeah. Everyone, all the players are on the table. And the war is in full effect when Kamio starts freaking out because... Like, Stop it. Yeah, the great horror king has arrived as the sky turns mm-hmm. black. It's only going to stop if you stop fighting. Yeah. He... Everybody just kind of like looks up and is like, whoa. Yeah, this, so, all right, yeah. The sky turns black. The clouds swirl together as it breaks through the atm- through the atmosphere. This thing that is huge. We know it as Serpentera, but here it is making its 
uh, debut for us and his debut on the on the on Die Ranger. And we've known it as the Great Horror King since inception, but yeah. now its true name, Diryusion, Diryusion, is has, here has arrived. This thing is towering over everything. It fires down on Pachinko and Ryuseo. Yeah, and that's where the episode ends. Ryuseo calls the Great Chi Palace and he goes to investigate and see. You get to see the scale of Diryuji. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. You. Yeah. He flies across, like, the length of this freaking thing. Mm -hmm. And, like, it is. Like, we. The size was conveyed in Power Rangers. Yeah. But this shot here. Is so cool to see, like nearly, nearly the Chi uh, Palace getting swiped by the mouth of this thing. So cool! This is massive. He tries to hit it with the staff, and it's just like, no. Yeah, I nah. think. Yeah, um, and that's where the episode ends. Yes, the next episode, huh? A ceasefire that aired the next week, yeah. seven days later, on November twelfth. This one airs, huh? A ceasefire? Yes. And, uh... Picking up right where we left off. Yeah. It's... So, Dairyujin comes and lands yeah. in Tokyo. Stands upright. Huge. <laughs> like, broad shoulders on this dragon. <laughs> just really gesticulates how big it is. Yeah. Everyone is terrified, as they should be, because yeah. this is crazy. He fires well, at the... Pacheco gets to say something funny, like, like Ryuseo gets back on the ground, and he's like, man, that thing is huge. And Pachinko goes, hey, man, size isn't everything. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry about that. Yeah. <laughs> um, the dragon fires at uh, Pachinko and the other Gorma, who just dip. Yeah. They're, they want to... The rangers are like... Hey, you saw that. Maybe he's a good guy. Pachinko takes off. He's like, that guy's probably our ally. Then he powers up and he fires into the city. This wave, this red wave of destruction just envelops the city, destroying any, like all the tall buildings, essentially. Like, Everyone is dead. This is, this is, a, it, oh, this is death on a m massive level. Yeah. This, this thing, like the way it happened, it's like, so anime <laughs> like this thing is like it is a it is this freaking monster is an extinction level event yes yeah this is crazy it wipes out everything there i thought that we we're gonna have to do some time reversal or something yeah i thought i was like oh this is done everything's over it's all dead um the rangers who get the more like the next thing we see is just the wreckage of the city sirens going off with I mean, what what little remains of emergency services, I imagine. Yeah. And uh, trying to trying to uh, help each other and stuff like that. Kaku in his lair, when the blast goes off. All of his stuff falls. Off, yeah. Like, including him. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's like the first time we see him fall while doing his whole trance thing. Yeah. So, and he's like, what is going on? He goes to a secret path. And, yet. Oh. Uh, the Die Rangers start helping people and they run into Kameo. And Kameo and the Die Ranger go back to Kaku and they have their like come to Jesus moment where he's like, Look, man, it's Dairyujin. He's here and he's like, Well, what's Dairyujin here for? Um, yeah. He's here because there's too much war on our planet. He, and as long as we're fighting, he's going to destroy it. Dairyujin 
balance. It, yeah, he is a cosmic force for balance. Yeah, he is. I think there is like this. This is always the thing that I that uh, I love discussing with John Wybora uh, about like uh, the whole ending of uh, like episode three of mm-hmm. uh, Star Wars. That like you know how Obi Wan, you're supposed to bring balance to the Force, you know, and not this. When in reality, he did bring balance to the Force. If you think about what happened, because yeah, like two and did, two, yeah, uh, like so. This is it's not about evil. It's not about good. It's about pure balance. And he's like, good can't exist without evil. Evil can't exist without good. Wipe them both out. You have balance. You know? Yeah. And Dairyujin is that. He is the absolute embodiment of just cosmic balance you know and he will not he will end this earth essentially yes. because of the the great um karmic uh imbalance that's well, going on here he's seeing that we're warring with each other so much we're going to leave the planet and yeah. destroy the universe yeah the, he sees this at getting out of hand um what's he's happening galactusing us yeah this will eventually seep into the rest of the universe and upset the balance of everything yeah so he's gonna erase this little problem crazy <laughs> like crazy Kaku, shoji yeah. is like look we don't start the fights gorma do so have him just kill the gorma gorma do <laughs> gorma be doing it gorma do <laughs> um yeah kaku thinks for a moment and he says split into teams half you help people the other half go find ko yeah they do exactly that he he walks off into a hidden path in his lair. There's like a brick he pulls out with chi power, mm-hmm. opens oh. a door, yeah, walks into a like a like a a natural naturally like occurring like cave. Gets on this cart that he makes float with chi power. Yep, and he's off. Yeah, he go. It's a real gorma moment. It's a very gorma it's, moment. It's a real. I feel like traveling. In a cart where people are supposed to carry you. Yeah. It's a real decadent thing that yeah. Gorma would do. Yeah. He goes to the Gorma Palace. Mm-hmm. He flies real fast. Flies real fast. The alarms are going off inside the Gorma Palace as they everyone's freaking out. Kaku's approaching. Kaku's approaching. Hey, Master Kaku's here. Oh, no. They He shows up. And they like the the boys that are in there. You like the, the whole triumvirate's there. The whole triumvirate's there. Along with the other like... The like goons generals and servants and whatever we see there, the generals, you know, they have tried to approach Kaku and he his eyes glow as he just knocks them all on their butts with a wave of force. And Gara's like, that was yo power. Yeah. What is this? Yeah. He has a meeting with Gorma 15. Mm-hmm. Puts on the mask and everything. And he goes to see Gorma 15. And Gorma 15 is like, oh, this is a surprise. Like, yeah. What do you want, Kaku? Yeah. And they just talk. He's like, I want a truce. And he's like, but I hate you. And I don't want a truce. We're going to destroy you. And it's like, well, Tyreusian's here. And uh, he's not going to stop destroying until we're all dead or we've stopped battling. Gorma 15 sees this as like an advantage for them. Yeah. Essentially. He's like, well, we're going to keep attacking you. So you have to stand down. Yeah. You stand down and then it's over. You stand down, you beg us for forgiveness, and that that'll be it. Like he he doesn't see any reason for them to concede, and he shouldn't. 
Yeah. He's like, you guys concede. You know, you, you don't hold any power here, so you guys concede. I don't care. Like, uh, this is a great opportunity for us to take over the earth. He's quickly reminded, though, no one is going to hold sway. Like, in the, no, one's, no one's coming out of this. Against Galactus. <laughs> yeah. Like, this is, no, this is beyond some petty grudge right now. Because he shows up, destroys all. All the Gorma balls. Yeah, Dyra shows up, uh, does his like Ghidorah blasting, the yellow electricity that flies out, dis- disintegrates these Gorma balls, and like makes the rubble fly into the Gorma Palace, shaking everything and uh, knocking uh, Gorma 15 off his chair, and he's like dangling and stuff like that. Yeah, screaming for help. Yeah, and like Kaku said, like, this is what's going to happen. We're all going to die. We're yeah. all going to die unless we stop this. He still refuses. The, the the attack continues, sending Gorma 15 plummeting, which just in the nick of time, Kaku reaches out and grabs him and holds him. And he's like, you have to stop this. This could be a truce. Yeah. We d- And he, the last thing we get is him saying, never. Gorma yeah. 15 says, never doing it. Eat my butt. Never doing it. So, during this whole thing, he goes, there's no reason. He's like, Pachinko's destroying Tokyo right now. Mm-hmm. So, like, you got a battle. And Kaku hasn't told the Die Ranger anything because that's his fashion. Is like, he's going to do his thing. If it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. Yeah. Um, so, Ryu calls upon Ryuseo to fight uh, the great Pachinko. Yes. And they're like, no, don't worry. Dairyujin, he's not even in this state. He's not even in this country right now. Yeah. So he can't hang with us. So we're going to fight. Yeah. So they start fighting. Who shows up? Dairyujin. Yeah. What does he do? Di- they make a Dairyano, too. They make Dairyano. I remember that was a oh, key. Yeah, yeah. They make, make Dairyano to fight Pachinko, who starts ha- handling Pachinko real bad. Like, just smacking him around like a little brother. Well, because he shot him, Pachinko, he's a little bit stronger. He's a little bit stronger, but it's still Daddy Dairyano doing his thing. Yeah. But that's enough to bring Dairyujin back to... I mean, and this this thing's massive. It doesn't take him long to get anywhere across no. the globe. You know, it's huge. Uh, he shows up. He crushes, just Pachinko. steps on Pachinko, destroys yeah. him, obliterates him. And this is the only time we've seen it. He lands a blast on Dairano that uh, sends the other mystical chibis away and just leaves Ryu Seo. And Rio. And Rio. Cameo is panicking. He sees that same th- same thing's going to happen to Rio Seo, where he's going to get crushed. Yep. So he transforms into Dai- Daimugen. Mm-hmm. And he goes into his like kind of warrior mode and opens up and he says, gotta, gotta hop in. You gotta hop in right now. Yeah. And Ryose does that. And as soon as he does that, um, the, the claw of Di, uh, Dai Ryujin comes down on top of, uh, uh, oh my Dai gosh, Mugen. I'm saying a lot of things, Dai Mugen and starts crushing him. And yeah. he's saying, I'm going to die. <laughs> he's like, I'm going to be smashed here. Yeah. He can't. He can't keep his legs straight, so he starts slowly being crushed. Uh, at this point, Dairyujin's eyes go dark. He takes his foot off of Daimugen and flies away. Yeah. So Kaku obviously brokered the deal. Mm-hmm. So we go back to Kaku's lair, and they're like, how did you broker this truce? 
what are you doing? What are we doing? And he goes, you don't need to worry about it. We are at truce now. Mm-hmm. That's all. It, that's all we need to be at. Yeah, we see um, Gorma fifteen saying like, "Well, that's fine. As soon as we know that that monster is never coming back, we'll just ignore the truce and we'll we'll truce pick, is off. Pick up where we left off." Yeah, but uh, the episode uh, ends with Ko in the rubble of the city, looking like zombified. looking like a ghost, more or less. Yeah, looking zombified and walk, looking like all the Halloween monsters, and just walks off. Yep, no. not into a setting sun or anything like that. Just into a destroyed gray city. Yeah, so crazy. Yeah. Uh, oh. <laughs> Next episode, though. The demon fist falls in the setting sun. Yes. Air date November 19th, 1993. Mm-hmm. Who? So we... Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Get your hankies out. <laughs> we Get them out. We see Jin chained up. And looking pretty crappy inside some kind of cave. When a Kapotros comes to his cell, he manages to, like, he, he looks like he's basically, like, passed out. You yeah. Know? But he, uh, he's just playing possum, and he gets the best of this uh, Kapotros, puts a chain around his neck, presumably kills him. Just chokes es- him out. And escapes. I wouldn't even say presumably. Definitely. Oh, yeah. Kills this Kapotros <laughs> and escapes. In the park, our our rangers are having a good old time with stickball. Yep. Um, there. Uh, I gotta mention because I mentioned it several times in the episode. Shoji looks like he's dressed like a member of Suicidal Tendencies. He's got a whole like bandana going on. It looks amazing. Mm-hmm. Love it. Well done. Rio is getting a little lost in his thoughts. He catches a ball and then throws it, and it reminds him of like the gun monster. Yeah. From the last Gene episode. Cannon top, but whatever. Gorma cannon, Gorma... Yeah, whatever. Yeah. And how Gorma Gene, howitzer. Ooh. <laughs> Gene hopped in front of the missile. Yeah. And took the brunt of the damage because no one can kill Rio yeah, but so, Gene. So Rio has still been thinking about this. Like, how... Like, why Why did he do that? You know, yeah. Like, he's been... He's been... It's a question he hasn't been able to answer. It's been torn up. Gene is running for his life through the wilderness. Yeah, and he's like struggling to stay standing because he's malnourished and damaged and he's been chained up like Splinter in the 1989 Turtles movie, which we watched last night. Uh, Yes, 1990. 1990. 1990. Excuse me. Um, Yeah. Uh, Saitos and a couple cop approach Gene's cell. And they see a dead Kapotros laying in there. And he's like, ah, that's a waste. He's all, but Zydos isn't upset. Because Gene's body belongs to him. He says so. Rio goes to uh, get a foul ball yep. from their little uh, stickball game. And he comes across the body of Gene. Yep. Uh, like we said, just torn up, malnourished, just looking like hot garbage. Yeah. The next thing we know is that he has uh gene in a room uh like at i'm at guess, his house guess rio's house yeah uh he has him in bed and he's nursing him gene comes to sees 
Rio and tries to set up and like he has no strength and like Rio just kind of like eases him back down. Yeah, he's like, "Come on, man." Yeah, like deal this. Yeah, he lets him know he's like, "Hey, man, I don't, I don't like it, but it seems like we cannot cut these bonds of fate." Yeah, we are tied together. We're uh, the gonna re- end up doing this. Yeah. Rest of the Rangers at the base are talking to Rio, saying like, "Why are you keeping him alive? Why are you nursing him?" This, as soon as he's strong enough, he's going to kill you. Yeah, this is all he's been trying to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's Gorma. And he's Gorma. <laughs> Rio is, like, feeding Gene, like he's preparing food for him, which Gene just bats away. But then mm-hmm. even then, Rio doesn't even get mad. He's just like, oh, oops, and cleans it up. And Gene can't get a handle on the situation of why this is happening. Back at... Uh, at Rio's restaurant. At yeah, at Rio's restaurant, he's doing some overtime. Yeah, washing some dishes. He needs money because he's taking care of a dude, and he needs to pay for food for two. Mm-hmm. That very night, something creepy is happening out in the world. We get the 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 little bits and pieces of what, like like little views of some horrific monster that makes these kind of like howling noises. Yeah, that is stalking people crazy yep and it's like it's a real long neck monster that attacks this woman like bites her on the neck yeah and then like has blood running down his lips in the um in the subway rio is pushing gene the next day uh is pushing gene and they come up to the stairs and he's he's like oh well we needed to get you up there so he's like excuse me excuse me he's talking to all the different pedestrians that are walking by no one stopping gene's like this is how the world is it's like no one cares. Yeah. They're all care. They you know they they don't care anything about us. And and Rio, um, not He's, undeterred. Yeah, he says, if they can't do it, I'll be polite for them. And he puts Gene on his back, grabs the wheelchair, and starts running up the stairs. <laughs> he's dragging. Yeah, he's like dragging a wheelchair behind him as all of Gene's weight is on his shoulders as he walks up these uh, stairs. Yeah. like easily. Um, in if I put it in skating terms, this is like easily like a thirty-five stepper. This yeah. is a big, big set of stairs, so it's crazy. Rio is just and uh, wholesome Boy Scout. Pretty much, I mean, like all steps are steep. Yeah, but like anytime we were going down the steps, I had to watch where I was walking. That's how like yeah. narrow the steps were. Yeah. Gotcha. Going down to those trains. Um, another uh, night passes where we see this couple out in the park, and we hear that noise again from this creature, and we see it in full now, this bony... It's a long-necked Godzilla wolf. Yeah, it's creepy. He does. He does kind of look like a Monster X in Final Wars of Godzilla. Yeah. Like how, how he looks in that. But anyway, he attacks this couple, slashes at this one dude's face, I'm rips it open i'm sure we just don't see it yeah grabs the girl bites down on her neck chunks are good blood flies over his hand it's oh creepy 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 yeah. back at rio's uh apartment the next day we see rio asleep on his desk yep like murmuring to himself oh thank you come again you know enjoy like, your ramen and gyoza yeah uh, Gene is laughing at that like <laughs> like you know he's, he finds that like he's 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 Gene, friendship. Gene, yeah, Gene's hard exterior is breaking a little bit. He's recovering a bit of humanity. Um, Until he wakes up, 
looks at his hand, sees it's got blood on it. He lifts, yeah. This is unbeknownst to him, but known to us as the viewer. It's the blood pattern that stained his wolf hand. Yeah, this creature that attacked the woman, the the blood was on the very same hand in the very same fashion. Mm -hmm. And when he lifts his sleeve more, there's a white protruding... Bone growth. Yeah, bone growth. Yeah, that's the best way to put it, bone growth. And he freaks out. Yeah. Rio wakes up, and Jin hides his arm, but Rio's like, we need to change your bandages. He's like, no, don't worry about it. I'll take care of it now. I'll do I'll do my bandages. Yeah. Um, Rio is taking... Later in the day, Rio is uh, still taking care of Gene, pushing him in the wheelchair. And Gene starts talking about some stuff that's very, um, uh, very telling of where his his mind's at. He's talking about like if he if he was ever a no longer a warrior, you know, that fought like a warrior, but Mm -hmm. was instead a mindless beast. That he wants him to use cheap. He wants Rio to use cheap power to put him down. Yeah. So this sounds like a man at the end of his rope, the way he's, the way he's talking. And Rio's like admitted, like when they're doing it, he's like, why are you helping me, man? Yeah. He's like, well, I couldn't watch you die laying down face down in the woods. Yeah. Kind of like saying you have to die like a warrior, like you want to. Yeah. And he's like, well, I want you to kill me. Yeah. So, so right here. So he, yeah. So Ryu was like, ah, you're still skilled. You're going to, you're going to fight. And Jin Gene does the whole, like, kill me thing. And then... Gene gets overwhelmed by something. Yeah. Uh, he, he he runs off. You know, yeah. Under his own uh, own will. And uh, elsewhere in the park, the rangers come face to face with that bone creature that is chasing some schoolgirls. Yes. They get into a fight with him. Daigo comes out saves those girls real quick. Yeah, he, Daigo comes out saves those girls real quick. Shoji... Uh, Actually does Zydos's patented move, which is grab someone by the throat and toss them over your head. Yeah. Um, they then, he then, uh, Shoji then big wheel blades the monster, which hits him in the arm and the monster runs off. Yeah. They, they run s- into the park where Ryu catches up with Gene and he's bloodied up. Gene is arm. sitting on like this bench overlooking the little pond there mm-hmm. and his arm is torn open, blood everywhere. When, when Shoji, when, Rio sees this, he's like, well, what happened? When the other rangers see this, Shoji immediately is like, like he like we he puts it together immediately. That's where he hit the monster with the big wheel yeah. blade. Gene is a monster. He gets into a fighting stance. He's like, he's the monster. Get away from Rio. As soon as that happens, Gene stands up with like this fury, grabs Rio, throws him, and then he convulses and and this wave of energy comes over to him as he becomes the, the demon wolf. Yeah, the demon wolf. Zydos is just off, just off to the side, comes out, you know, does his little, you know, basically, uh, Gene's mind boys. does some, does a little bit of exposition. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's all, see, he, like he's, he's mine. He's now a mindless beast. You know, there's no more Gene. Yeah. Uh, we see like the, the demon wolf, like that, that protrusion we saw on his arm. Mm-hmm. Like he slides his hand over, which becomes like a bonerang, <laughs> and he just flings it. Yeah, he just flings it, like cuts into the rangers stuff like that. Uh, they like they're squaring off, and he thinks uh, Rio thinks of what Gene said to plunge it right, right here. Yeah, his chi power and plunge him right in the heart. 
So he takes his uh, the uh, was it Star Saber? Uh, the Star Saber's the sh- the no Star Saber's yeah. What's what's the? Uh, I, I don't know what the, the blade he is has his blade, and he thinks of Jean, and he charges at the monster, and he does plunge it into his chest, but it's shallow. Yeah, it's not fully in there, and the monster knocks him away. But the monster grabs the blade and plunges it further. Yeah. When that happens, Gene is separated from the demon wolf. But Gene now has a sword in his chest. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, you so, know, uh, you take the good and the bad. They do this really cool thing where it just keeps flashing in between Gene and the demon wolf and Gene yeah. and the demon oh, wolf. Oh, the demon wolf sounds, too, are creepy. And Zido blasts them and it splits them. So yeah, there's yeah. now a Gene and a wolf. Yeah. Gene's got a big bloody spot in his chest. Yeah. And... But I, I guess with with that with uh with the ailment gone though he finds a bit of you know, using chi power which I feel like was kind of blocked from him with by this this bone you know like the the demon wolf throws in him I feel like his chi power was kind of uh like being uh constricted or you know what I mean like there were two suppressed creatures using it yeah being suppressed but now that he's free from it he has a little bit of reserves left so he's able to stand. And he goes back to back with Rio. Well, Rio has like back to back, you know, and we get this awesome uh, transformation from Gene who turns into the, the magic fist. So Rio's transformation was kind of really interesting to me because he says aura changer and he pulls it out for a second and then he starts glowing with a red chi energy and he waits a little bit, fights a few Potros, and then inserts the changer. Yeah. And then changes. Cool. And like... The red energy is what had me intrigued, just in the sense that, like, before they kind of relied completely on the aura changer to yeah. to change them, and now they've got the power, and the changer is just kind of like the key at this point. Yeah, it's uh, it's awesome. From here on out, my dudes, like this is incredible. Yes, like what happens here? Um, we're gonna try to hit everything. So the battle kind of splits up. To where the yeah. Die Ranger are facing the the Demon Wolf. Yeah, and some Capotros. And Capotros. Yeah. And then Zydos is facing Demon Boxer Jin. Yeah. It is super cool. Like crazy. Like uh Zydos and Jean are are uh, pretty even. Uh Jean manages to do the uh what's it called? The glacier fist. He tries to, but then Zydos gets the better yeah, of it. Yeah, he catches the last one and then does that Gorma mouth energy blast thing yeah. on him uh the wolf meanwhile is being uh he gets die rotted by everyone and then they pull out that bazooka and just yeah. end him yeah he pretty cool how he explodes yeah he kind of like he disintegrates pretty cool how yeah. it happens very uh it's a great visual so after the battle is done they go back and see gene and he is kind of on his knees and he stands up but he still challenges Rio, and he's like, "As a warrior," and he's like, "Of course, as a warrior." Yeah, they did like it's a excellent wide shot of them squaring up. They exchange a few blows, and then since Gene is so you know he's got wounds all over him, yeah, uh, Rio is able to Get raise fist a fist up to him, but he stops it short. Right from striking striking him in the neck. Yeah. And he stops. And then Gene's like, you're soft. 
You know, it's like all all that's your problem, all of you. You're all soft. You know, it's like and he says, I can't be around you anymore because if I do, I'm gonna end up, you know, soft like you. Yeah, essentially. yeah. He says, like a true warrior has to separate himself from his emotions. You know, he has to detach himself from everything. You'll get there, Rio. Any self-exiles. Yeah. Just bleeding horribly. The next thing we see is this beautifully shot, like, desert with this huge orange sun. Mm-hmm. And this gene walking across, stumbling across it, like, barely keeping himself up. It's like just sheer will that is keeping his body from toppling over. Blood pouring out of him. Then... <laughs> He turns with the sun's uh, sun uh, behind his silhouette, and we see a just huge, huge line of Capotro standing on the ridge with Zydos in the middle. Some have swords and some have machine guns. Yeah, the ones towards the middle have machine guns, and he orders for them to attack. Gene turns around. He has one of his coins. <laughs> He flips it into the air and he charges at the cup poachers. We get purely like the sun is casted over them as we see the silhouettes of all these bodies fighting with Gene fighting uh, off Capotros after Capotros after Capotros, yeah. defeating one after the other until it's nothing left but that firing line and Zydos. He screams, he charges at Zydos, jumps in the air. You see like a his Spider-Man silhouette in the sea. <laughs> yeah. Zydos orders the kill the the kill command. The coin falls to the ground and just Well, you see all, all yeah. of the machine guns go out. The coin hits the ground and then we get the end. Yeah. It it was beautiful. <laughs> yeah, it is magnificent. If this really. this is if this is the end of Gene. Yeah. Which I hope it is. Honestly, because I don't know how they top it. If this is the end of Gene, yeah, this killed me. Yeah, like killed me in the best way. Yeah, it was such a beautiful ending to yeah. the most badass story arc. In Why Ranger. do I see? Like, I see a lot of Super Sentai fandom of different things. Why do I not see play of this boy Gene here? Because. Because before this show, yeah, I bought these Shout Factory DVDs, and getting me to watch them was pulling teeth. Because I think most people that buy them buy them to support and don't watch them. Yeah, just to They're just to own shows. them. Just to own them, right? Yes. Yeah, and just to uh, compliment a collection. Yes, this boy Gene, like. I've never seen a cosplay of him. And to be fair, I wasn't looking for a cosplay of him before. You know, the times I would have seen him. But this this dude is... This is one of the coolest characters of in all of Sentai. Of, of, and, you know, with me being so... I've only watched two series of Sentai so far. Um, but I'm safe to say this guy probably will never leave my top five you know, like I, I give a little cushion there because I'll probably see some, but like he'll, he's one, he is absolutely one of the coolest characters I'll ever see in I Sentai. Mean, like thinking about characters, like there's a lot of Red Ranger adversaries mm-hmm. that are super cool. Yeah. And like Gene is just there. 
Yeah, this is a dude. This is a dude right here that, like, man, he, like, I don't. I don't put people in the same breath as, like, a clipter. I don't do that. Yeah. That's not me. You don't have that happen. Gene here, I'll speak of him in the same breath. I love this guy. Like, and it's crazy kind of like how it happened, how, like, it came in a one big... Four episodes. One big overwhelming wave because, like, I was feeling them gradually more and more and more and more. And when the way they finished it... It was finished so brilliant. If this is the last, it was done so brilliantly that it just slapped me across the head and it was like, wake up, you're a gigantic Gene fan. Yeah. You know, it's like, it, that's how good of a of a climax this was. Holy, just, whoa. Yeah. Insanity. This, like... Come on, I want to see, like, I don't see any fan art of this boy. I don't see anything like that. Like, people, if you have not taken the plunge in a dire engine, and you're just simply using these two dumb boys' experiences as your reference. If you're using our show, if you're using Super Sentai Brothers, if you're using Mostly Speaking Sentai. Yeah. Like, and, like, first off, thank you. Thank you for supporting the community and all that. But please do yourself a service and go check it out for yourself if you haven't already. If you're not watching this in uh, companionship to our shows, please go watch it. Please, 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 please. Because this is, this is good. This is good stuff. Yeah. This, this is awesome. This is awesome character development. This is awesome storytelling. This is good emotional pulling, like beats like i don't know when man. i get home tonight yeah after dropping you off yeah i'm gonna cry myself to sleep <laughs> it's gonna be so hard not watching the yeah the next three episodes yeah right now yeah that's that is the most that that's probably like the biggest praise i could give uh die ranger is like every time we end an, end our nights reviewing die ranger because that's just how our order goes in our 10 hour days yeah is that at this the, one's only at seven and a half yeah we know we're making good time uh the, the, but like at the end of at the end of die ranger it's always like i want to keep going i want to keep going i want to keep going and that's like that's not knocking power rangers that's not knocking vr troopers i mean it's kind of knocking vr troopers come because come on that that's a loose spaghetti show all day every day but like that just shows how much i'm like get excited by it. Yeah, I mean, Power Rangers. There'll be weeks where like we happen, and then I know the next shows that are, next episodes coming up, like next week's episodes, that they're gonna be crazy and something that I really, really want to see. Die Ranger has been consistently that. Yeah, every week where I'm like, I can't wait to get to the next episodes. Yeah, uh, please watch Die Ranger. <laughs> and with that, we're gonna call this one done. Yeah, I think because, so. because. Uh, we can't wait to get to the next one yeah. and we won't. So, <laughs> cause we're going to record again on Sunday. Yes. Yep. Uh, thank you so much for listening to our show. We put out new episodes every Monday and Thursday on your favorite podcatcher, And we're on all of them. Can't on escape Fridays. Us. We go over to patreoncom slash power playthrough. And we put out an episode about a Saban show that doesn't have a Sentai counterpart, but as a metal heroes one. 
Yes. We put out a show about VR troopers. And if you would be so gracious to head over there for as little as $5 a month, you can go get that podcast yeah. from us every week, close to every week, almost every week. And uh, <laughs> and it's not going to stop with VR troopers. Yeah, and it's going to continue. You know this. Continue forever. Um, mm-hmm. We want to thank Rainer for the use of our theme song, Power Playthrough. If you want to get yourself a digital download of that, you can head over to rainer.bandcamp.com. While you're there, get yourself a pin with a lime on it. And just know that Blurred Limes isn't a remake of Blurred Lines. Yes. But it is a good song. <laughs> yeah. We want you to follow us on all of the social media as it leads us to our doom. We're mm-hmm. on Instagram at Power Playthrough. We're on Facebook and Twitter at P Playthrough. And we love interacting with people. Please DM us. Please add us. Whatever. Yeah. Some people that we're always talking to. Uh, I don't know how to say this person's name, but S M N B L R N G R. It's like Super Mega Ninja Black Ranger. Like, oh. You're dope. Smuggle Love Burgundy? Yeah. Did I hit it? First try. A lot of we're dealing with a lot of people. Bishop Jackson's out there. Yeah. He's he's always stoked. John Reed's comics. Uh yeah, yeah. Like Frumblefoot? Mm. Yeah, oh Frumblefoot. Good yeah. Yeah. Good brother Frumblefoot. Good sister, uh Airport Disco. Airport out there on Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. You know. Thank you guys for uh following us. We really appreciate it. We like it interacting with you yeah please come and and talk to us and see how dumb we really are yeah i might not answer between 8 a.m and 4 p.m monday to friday but i try we'll get to you yeah pacific standard time (laughs) if you want to see us at your convention you can uh contact your convention person and we'll be there i guarantee it yeah we'll be there uh (laughs) get your convention organizer to uh yeah, they just just send an invite. We there. Uh, if you could be so kind, please leave us a five star rating and review over on Apple Podcasts. Those really help us to get noticed Gosh. and to help us with our sponsorship opportunities that yeah. we're looking to get into. Yeah, and if you're checking us out on Spotify, a neat little trick you can do is just you just uh, put it put this on repeat, turn it all the way down so you don't have to deal with it when you go to bed. You can leave your phone plugged in though, you know. They, Make sure you just subscribe to us on all of your stuff that you listen to us with. That's a trick I do for all the indie bands I want to support. It's like I listen to them regularly, but when I go to bed, I just I put my uh, turn down the volume on my phone and I just let their entire catalog rock while I sleep. Oh, and get some listens. You're a good brother. I try to, man. I try to. You don't have to do that for us. We're just goofy. Yeah. You so, do it. You can listen to us on Spotify however you want, and that includes flushing your phone down the toilet because you hated how we sounded. That's fine too. So, <laughs> thank you again so much for listening. We'll be back with you tomorrow on the Patreon, Monday on the main shows. Thank you again for listening. I've said it forty-five times, yeah. and uh, may the power protect you. <laughs> <laughs>